0: Play the cards you're dealt. Do you have friendships that you could be working on? Invest in those. Go on friend dates. Go on dates alone. Take yourself out on a date. Find Find out more about yourself and what you want. Like that's what your 20s are for.
1: And also, it's not just this whole, we're getting our soapboxes, but it's not just (laughs) this whole, let me fall in love with some guy or girl. It's let me fall in love with myself. Let me fall in love with my friends. Let me fall in love with my life, Mm -hmm. with my family. There's so many things to fall in love with that
0: aren't a romantic partner. It's so important to be 100% in love with your life and okay with who you are and like stable on your own before entering into anything else. Because the codependency thing, I've done it before. It ain't great. It doesn't get you anywhere. You need to like fully be, obviously we're never going to like find ourselves. I don't think in your twenties, you find yourself. I think we're always creating ourselves and we're going to be forever because we're going to be evolving until we die, hopefully. Um, And just, just, but like figuring out what you stand for, the kind of people you want to surround yourself with all those things, they need to be like solid before you can even enter into relationship or else you'll just get confused.
1: and get ready to just go with it. All right, all right, all right. We are back for another Friday and it is one of my favorite Fridays of the year because it's a very special day coming up.
0: A very special day. Crack open a cold one, folks. Because Abby's turning 24 this weekend. Let's freaking go. You've never sounded less enthusiastic. I think mm.
1: you could have brought the energy a little bit mm. harder.
0: Okay. I, I, the issue is that 24, like, nobody cares you know what? about you. Let me tell 24. you a little
1: ditty. <laughs> um, no. As we all know, I got this from some of my high school friends. As we all know, 23 is the year that's your hottest because Margot Robbie was 23 in The Wolf of Wall Street,
0: right? I don't think that's common knowledge. It's just for you. No,
1: it's not common knowledge. I No,
0: it's just, like I said, my okay. group
1: here. <laughs> 24 came and we were kind of scratching our brains for the first person to turn 24. Apparently, Jane Fonda <laughs> was our hottest and had the most success, commercial success, when she was 24. So, okay, good for her. Do with it what you will. With it what you will, the fact that people are really having their best years at 24 should make you excited. Um 27 Club is still far away. So having your best years at 24 should be something to not me
0: for. googling Jane Fonda at 24 right now, images. Google
1: quick, quick, quick. Wait, she's hot. <laughs> I think we had to No, oh, I know. God. Margot Robbie was like common knowledge for us as twenty-three was mm-hmm. approaching, but then I think we had to do some background leg
0: work about who a good 23. Was Margot match would be. 23 in Wolf of Wall Street vibes? Okay, I got it. Yes. And she was unbelievably. Of course. Hot. She is the queen. Um, yeah, so I'm turning twenty four. It's very exciting. I'm doing the whole where sparkles have a sash, really just not. You know what? I'm like not really one of those girls, and this is really shocking, who doesn't like to make a big deal about their birthday and just wants to like slide under the radar. Like that's just not me and it never will be me. I don't know why you
1: said it was shocking. Yeah, it was sarcastic. sarcastic. <laughs> Okay. You good. Pick it up? <laughs> i don't know if this is shocking or not to the fans but i acknowledge my birthday pretty much for a week straight i'm obsessed with my birthday there's i love it to death why not um, you know what I have you mean like, like
0: why not you yeah. only get one birthday a year and we don't know how many that we get in life not to be morbid but like at hey. all
1: <laughs> and also a birthday is like a personal new year's Ooh,
0: game. that's a good take i like that uh huh. Celebration all about you. And the next day, your birthday is a fresh start. I actually love that. And I think that everyone should be unashamed to make their birthday a big deal if they want to. If they don't want to, that's cool too. But if you want to, however, you I see people, I feel like on TikTok, I don't think I know anyone like this though
1: that moan and whine that oh my birthday no one planned anything newsflash the day you turn 16 or 17 it's on you to start planning your birthday no one unless you're married or in like an extremely serious mm-hmm. relationship is gonna say let me plan a surprise party choose for you.
0: your own adventure that is so you true you have
1: to You have to take the reins and you have to tell people where you want to be or where you want them to be and at what time. And if you're disappointed because they didn't come, that's on you for not taking an initiative. That's so
0: true. And that kind of goes along with a lot of the life lessons I've learned since being, being 24. If you have been a fan of the podcast for a long time, you'll know that we like to do Big birthday episodes, either things that, 23 things we are grateful for, 24 life lessons we've learned. Today's theme is life lessons, so buckle up. We've got some good stuff in store for you. And also, Ashley and I watched The Summer I Turned Pretty because that's a very hot button right now all over TikTok, and I just wanted to be part of it. And we're going to discuss that too,
1: so get ready. You want to know what one of my favorite movie slash TV birthdays is? And I, it's like a really high caliber for me to hold. I'm going to have to like move to New York City probably to to do this for myself. But it's something borrowed at the beginning where Kate Hudson throws a surprise birthday and she runs out a bar for the best friend. Mm -hmm. And obviously it's all about Kate Hudson because of the movie theme. But still, I love the whole atmosphere of it. The whole, she doesn't even care who's there really kate has mm-hmm. been putting the bill but just the whole surprise birthday renting a bar out more economical than you think if you like search hard enough
0: that's so fun that's such a good point let and me I also plan love it for your 25th so
1: much let me plan it for your 25th
0: okay say less <laughs> the issue is that like at this point in our lives all of our friends live all across the country so it's a lot harder that's to why- be like hey everyone you want to fly out for a birthday
1: <laughs> 25 that's why people are willing to make moves for 25 And when you rent out a bar, it's an open invite. Bring your significant other. Come one, come all.
0: Last year when I turned 23 – That was like a bachelorette party. Yeah. I go back and forth because when I turned 22, it was the most low-key thing. Like I was literally just at home with my parents, like went to brunch or something. Like it was literally like non-existent birthday. And so 23 came around and I said, I've got to do this right. I need to do something over the top and a lot of us hadn't been to Austin, Texas yet, and so we literally did a bachelorette trip without anyone being engaged, and like went and had sparkly outfits and did this. I can
1: we just also went along with that yeah. for a multitude of reasons. You were like, "You guys, I'm doing Vegas or Austin," and we all said, "You said jump, and we said how high," and <laughs> we all we all raced out there for 23rd, not even significant, not 21, no. not 25, Mm-mm. and also. Our group, if you this is your first episode, is adamant about, you know, every three months it's like a relationship. Let's see each other. We had just seen each other like three or four weeks before this. I don't know why. Oh, because of
0: graduation.
1: Graduation and the lake. We had two trips. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right before this one and we all just said, Okay, sure, Abby, we'll jet (laughs) to Austin, whatever you say.
0: And on top of all of that, they are the best friends in the whole world because they, like, decorated the Airbnb and did, like, a whole picture wall with, like, little pink cowgirl hats. And there was glitter everywhere and disposable cameras. And they did a night where they all, just for a bit, to be funny, like, dressed as your favorite version of Abby. Like, it literally was a bachelorette party. But There was a broad
1: Abby. There was basketball Abby. There was – a bunch of that was really funny I forgot about that part it was so
0: funny and I had no romantic prospects in sight but like hey it was my birthday so we're gonna do the most yeah more is more
1: less is a bore
0: so Um, this year I'm landing somewhere in the middle with the festivities because I'm doing a fun dinner night out go out on Broadway wearing a crown you know doing the whole thing probably will look like a tourist like I do most of my life here in Nashville And then doing a drag brunch the next day. So, hell yeah. You
1: know what? I need to get creative for my birthday this year if anyone has recommendations. Because last – two years ago, COVID, so it was just dinner. There was, like, literally no going out. There was nowhere Nowhere to go. go. I was begging. There was nowhere to go. Last year, it was the traditional nice birthday dinner going out. This year – am I just going to do the repeat? Nice birthday dinner going out. It's just <laughs>
0: – The three feet.
1: <laughs> it's like the repeat when you're in your 20s. So if anyone has any suggestions, let me know. Um,
0: I have some suggestions for you and all the listeners who may have birthdays No, what good for fortune. Because I was also racking my brain with what I wanted to do. Or should I do a better activity? activity? I'm looking for activities. Yes. So let me give you the activity list that I came up with for mine. You can take it with a grain of salt because I'm sure some of them won't be your thing. Um, but the activities I had were drag brunch, wine tasting at a local winery, like a really pretty one I had been wanting yeah. to go go to. So then you can do charcuterie wine. Everyone dress up, make it more of an event, right? Um, another one was go karts. There's like really intense go karts. You have to like mm. sign a waiver, and like that sounded really fun to me. Escape rooms, pottery class, cooking class, um, scavenger hunt. That wow, one might you are be- ripe of them. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, I had a lot of things I was planning around. Um, And then what was the last one? Oh, yes. Laser tag, which might sound like you're 14. But let me tell you, laser tag, so fun. Underrated. Well, you know,
1: I have this idea. It's a little pricey. um, But that home hibachi thing is a big deal currently. That's a hot, hot button. Having hiring a hibachi man to come to your house and like do a private party.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: It's like 500 bones maybe. (laughs) Like starting (laughs) – but for, like, 15 people. So do okay, right. with that up, what you will. Um, you know what? Maybe I'll do <laughs> – well, I'll sleep on this. Maybe yeah, I'll do me. a later day wine tasting transition to dinner going out.
0: Yeah. No, that sounds good. Then it kind of just adds a new little angle. A new yeah, flavor.
1: just a multi-angle. Or I'll make you take me to the racetrack like we talked about in Kentucky. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, let's all fly out to Kentucky well, for Ashley's birthday this year. Yeah, we'll merit it on that
1: one. Um, okay, so should we get – do you have any other housekeeping stuff or should we get into your life lessons? Any other anecdotes you want to throw at me? You were saying you had funny stuff to say and you said, hold on, I'll save it.
0: Funny stuff to say – What the? oh, my God, I do have something funny to say. There you go. So on mm-hmm. Sunday – My favorite man in the whole world, Bob, who I don't think he listens because he's a 50-year-old man, so I don't even know that he would find this podcast ever in his life. I'm shocked
1: he doesn't listen.
0: (laughs) Okay, you're right. Bob, I'm going to make you listen to this episode because you get a shout out. But he wait is- for some
1: reference also when I was there last week. Abby stops and talks to Bob for fifteen minutes.
0: He's per- the concierge in my building. Yeah, the per entrance and exit.
1: So her and Bob know each other like the back of her hand. He takes her right. to basketball practice, like a father, <laughs> like a father would.
0: <laughs> she yes. knows about
1: his children, his teenage children,
0: right. I love him so dearly, and we've really struck up a friendship since I've moved into this building, and he keeps telling me about this basketball league, the apartment basketball league. Guys and girls, come. It's co-ed. It's fun. And I went last Sunday and it was all guys and just me again, only girl. And I said, Bob, I want my money back. I'm so confused. No, no, it didn't cost any money. But I was just joking because I was like, you promised me that it'd be co-ed and I'm already like out of practice. When have I touched basketball? It's been at least a year. And then one other girl finally showed up and she played D1 in college. So I was like, you're joking. So it was literally the hardest thing I've ever done in my whole life, but it was really, really fun. And mm-hmm. I also recently took a hip hop dance class that Ashley knows about cuz oh, she I'm was here. familiar. So I'm just like throwing myself at all these activities that push me really far out of my comfort zone and I highly recommend because even though you feel awkward for like 20 minutes afterwards you go home and you feel so full of life. You're like I did that, you know? The
1: hard thing is though finding free activities because there are like a multitude of activities I think would be fun, but they right. all cost they all
0: cost bones. <laughs> Wait, you know what else is fun is my roommate is taking an intro to pole dancing class this week with some of her coworkers. Oh, that's so fun. there are just activities galore that people no. are not jumping on. I also wish, top golf.
1: I wish we develop an app, and the app is yeah. purely activities in your area. For it's called
0: Nudge. They already have an app. They text no, you no, but that's more just,
1: but that's more eating and drinking and dancing. Like I want actual. No, sometimes rec- there's activities. Oh, I never get recreational ones. This I is do. free promo for Nudge. I asked them to the sponsor us, and they said we don't do sponsors.
0: <laughs> Nudge, I get your texts every Tuesday. I think, mine are so always funny. like,
1: mine are always like drinking or dancing or concerts.
0: Okay, I want you guys, daytime
1: solo activities.
0: If you guys don't know what Nudge is, they're available. The app's available anywhere, I think, but they have recommendations for restaurants, activities, date night, girls' night out, all these different things. They'll tell you like what to do in order in your city so like for me i get a text and they'll say what part of nashville are you in like east nashville downtown midtown whatever you tell them and they're like well we've got a place for you and they like give you links and stuff you know That's there's really a premium
1: there's a premium one where it gives you like itineraries for like day trips or something from like where you live well any other anecdotes you got for me you've talked a big game about your jokes anything else or you want to get into your life lessons
0: um no, I think I'm ready no.
1: to get into life All lessons. Right. Do you no. feel – before we get into the life lessons, do you feel terribly existential
0: about 24 or – No, because 24 is just not an exciting birthday. And you're still on the south end of 30. You're not. Right, but I was saying that it does feel different in the way that 23, I still attach in my mind to like recent grad. Like could be – could have been a senior in college last year. And then 24, it's almost like now you're mid-20s. You're not early Okay, I was going to say.
1: Do you- earlier mid because I used to think 24 was mid. I used to think 24 was mid-20s but after some I assessment, want to, but I'm feeling mid after some assessment I feel like we can bump it especially given COVID and say it's more like 25 <laughs> and twenty sevens mid 28 29 that's like deep
0: late 20s yeah I mean I would love to not be mid but like I hate to break it to all of us including myself I think I'm mid you think you're mid yeah all right and it <laughs> let's get your lessons on the road to say Okay. So normally I feel like Ashley presents me with things and then I react to them. So this is a fun little switcheroo where I will be presenting you my list of 24 life lessons I've learned by age 24. And then you can provide your commentary.
1: Also, before we get into this, this is a recommendation for everybody. One of our best friends had me do this like years ago and it's, you can either write down the year you're turning 24 life lessons, or I always do like 23 things I'm grateful
0: for. Yeah, and I will be journaling on Sunday. My birthday is the 17th of July in case anyone wants to wish me happy birthday. I'm a whore for a happy birthday text. Please do. <laughs> um, I will be doing the whole like 24 Another I'm grateful for.
1: Another game me and that best friend play is he was the most random person to text you on your birthday this year.
0: Oh, you love that game. People yeah. always come out of the woodwork. <laughs> yeah, like random high school persons uh-huh. like, oh, I saw you. it was your birthday on Facebook. Happy yeah, birthday. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Get into it. What's number one? Okay. Also, these are in absolutely no order of any kind. These are just things that that came to me, things that came out of the woodwork. And I said, I'm going to write that down on my list. Anything about me in there? No, don't get ahead of yourself. (laughs) There's no like exact people listed on these life lessons. They're more like in general. So the first one I have, number one, is it's not that serious. Everything is temporary. I think that's a universal life lesson.
1: Dust mentality, Delaney Keeler.
0: Dust mentality. Something's going wrong at work. Well, are people going to die? No, it's probably not that serious. You didn't get your workout in. Oh, guess what? You have tomorrow. You can do it. You know, it's just nothing is is that serious. We put too much anxiety on things that don't need anxiety. This is also big stuff too, up to like even relationships and friendships. Nothing really matters that much. No. Are you going to remember it in five years? Probably not. No. Okay. All right. Next, this one's one of my favorites. I think I learned this from Taylor Swift. Everyone (laughs) thinks you're cringe until you're successful. No,
1: I'll tell you exactly where you learned it from.
0: (laughs) Okay, we're going to I told you that. But didn't Taylor say it in her recent grad speech?
1: No, this is so random, unless she did. I got it from Audrey Peters on TikTok. She's like a New York influencer, and she says it all the time on her Instagram story. She says she used to always remind herself that and stuff. Everyone thinks you're cringe until you're a success. And I told you and that. And for
0: me, that mostly relates to, like, social media. Crazy yeah. Stuff.
1: No, that's what – for her, too. Like, she's an influencer. So, okay, but
0: I swear Taylor did say that at her God's I don't
1: know. I think she plagiarized Audrey Peters.
0: Mm, <laughs> and
1: maybe. <laughs> and when I went to Abby's house last week, she has it written on her desk. Yeah, it's like a manifestation thing, if you will. Like, I look at no, it every day. No, 1,000% true. Everyone wants to make fun of you until you're doing well, and then everyone wants
0: to piggyback off of it. And then everyone's like, wow, good job. Like, you had the courage and the guts to put yourself out there, even though yeah. you knew people were going to make fun of you completely remember when i sold shampoo on the internet i knew i was cringe but guess what i paid for a trip to cabo so who's crying now um okay number three life is expensive literally just to eat and sleep it's so hard like i feel like a lot of people are going through this learning to budget and like pay your rent and pay for everything on your own is so hard and people need to normalize this. Like we don't need to pretend like we're all just like rolling in the money because I know we're not. Okay. I know all of us are not in our 20s.
1: The thing that's so misleading and I've come to the conclusion after different encounters, I think that the people are just that are
0: rolling in it are just like credit carding it. Just debt season. <laughs> like the people on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Debt season. I don't know. All I know is I definitely need multiple streams of income, which I've been trying to hustle to do. And I have been slightly successful at and looking forward to being more successful in my 24th year.
1: Also, all the influencers that are like, money comes back, go to like Tahiti. I know.
0: And I'm like, I just money, can't go to Tahiti. Money though. returns. <laughs> I, it won't even return to me. I don't have it to go. No, exactly. Okay. okay, my next one, number four call your parents just to say hi. You'll never regret it. That's I sweet. think this is so important. And a lot of times, like, I'll catch myself calling my parents when I need something or when I'm expecting something and like to c- check up on something specific or to vent you know that's a big topic like venting to your mom or your dad or whatever but honestly I think it just really means the world to them and it should mean the world to us just to call them and say hi I think that's a lost art
1: also this is terribly upsetting you've probably spent the majority of time with your parents that
0: you're going to in your lifetime I know now like people who've moved away including myself like what are you gonna see them twice a year forever oh god that gave me a stomachache next (laughs) me too crying in the club Okay. Number five, outside of your comfort zone is the best place to be. I truly believe this with my whole entire heart. Did you get that on TikTok? No, I got that from me, myself, and I. Your brain? Mm -hmm. An organic thought, if you will.
1: (laughs) They only come once a year
0: and it's really hard like i have a huge comfort zone like i can do a lot of things Are you really
1: you see yes. this i always get confused about you you're one okay. of the closest people in my entire life and a, a few months I'm ago confused. And, a few, and i'm still confused a few months ago this was funny Uh, You were embarrassed to do something and you sent me a Snapchat, I think. And it was like, yes, even stars like me still get embarrassed (laughs) about doing X, Y, and Z.
0: I will get super. I can't believe you get bashful. Sometimes I do get bashful about like weird stuff, but for the most part, I have a huge comfort zone. So like in order to get out of that comfort zone, I have to do something really out of pocket, like play basketball with a bunch of grown ass men with like a very intense fast pace when I haven't picked up a basketball in a year and be the only girl out there. Yes, that is out of my comfort zone. See, I don't 100%. think it is.
1: You're like my superhero. I don't think it is. Oh. I just <laughs> I just assume okay, you well, would naturally
0: do that. This is the life lesson part because I will feel uncomfortable like a lot of people do. Not social anxiety. That's not what I yeah. have. But like just when you're out of your comfort zone, the first like 20 minutes or like driving there, like you feel those butterflies. You're like, oh, God, like I don't yeah, know. I didn't think people. you got that. I do, but like fake it till you make it because you okay. show up, you smile, you're nice, and then eventually it becomes comfortable and you're like, okay, this is fine. But it's arguably initial hump you have to get over. Hear that, folks? Arguably,
1: you're probably – I know you as well as the top five people in my life or something, and I didn't yeah. know that about you. You can so still even you surprise get, people. Even you get bashful. It's nice after a yes. long marriage to still get surprised.
0: Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, right. number What number? Oh, Okay. Number six, that's one number one. Reading is actually so fun. And I cannot believe I denounced reading for like all of high school and then college. You're reading for a class a lot. So, I mean, I guess there's like kind of an excuse, but I didn't read for fun. I like lost so many years where I didn't do this. It's so fun. There's so many good books out there.
1: I've been trying to tell folks that for years. And imagine you're not going to get to read all the books you want to read by the time you die. Like, it's pretty impossible. There's So, so many. So true. And also on the morning toast today today or yesterday or something i was listening to it and they were saying why the heck are we required to read all these books that are so impactful at such a dumb little age like we should be required to read them at late 20s or 30s and like we should just get like a gift card for reading them from the society like the library of congress should like do a thing so true
0: like we can't even grasp the full we can't appreciate
1: them at all Mm -hmm. and it makes us hate fosters a hate of reading because they're boring because they're classics
0: yeah yeah no, that's so true, and I just feel like I'm so grateful for TikTok and book Talk and all of this community that I found online and with you and our friends, and we all recommend books to each other and share books, and it's just, like, so fun. Yeah,
1: I had to be embarrassed to go get a book at the library a few – five years back.
0: Yeah, I was shocked when I found that out. I was like, Ashley, really? It's a library. We're in college. Like, I don't think it's that weird. But it was a book for pleasure. There's a difference.
1: All yes, right, seven.
0: Is. Seven is – you're going to like this one – Don't Fall in Love with Potential – This is something I have to tell myself all the time. And this is not just relating to romantic relationships, which mostly it's relating to that, but also like friendships or careers or cities or whatever it might be. Don't fall in love with potential. Take things as they come and like really decide like, is this what's for me? Like people show you who they are and you need to believe them like right away.
1: Yeah, bouncing off of what you just said, <laughs> I like this world, world reversal we're doing. I know, I know. <laughs> Something that I've realized lately, and also more than just lately too, though, is that you like this. Could have been one of your lessons is you know who your core
0: people are in your life, and beyond mm-hmm. your core people, it doesn't matter. It's so true. As long as you have that nuclear family, if you will, <laughs> beyond your you...
1: your nuclear foundation, that you know it's uh, all or nothing. Um, beyond beyond your mitochondria
0: the power of the cell
1: (laughs) beyond your mitochondria
0: all the rest of these people it's dust mentality dust mentality not that serious back to rule number one yeah all right okay next number eight I got this from my mother and it really has stuck with me I don't know if she came with it or if she got it from something but other people's opinions of me are none of my business and I just love Mm -hmm. that so much like other people are going to have opinions of you no matter what, good or bad. I don't know. But whatever it is, none of my business. Bouncing off
1: of that, this is another good one that you should add to your list, your personal list. If you wouldn't take criticism from them – no, I'm sorry. If you wouldn't take advice from them, why would you take criticism?
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Like why do you care what so-and-so says if you would never go to them for advice?
0: That's so true. And I feel like a lot of people who are like out on the internet too, like there's trolls everywhere. And I'm sure that does like become very taxing and get to you at some point, but it's like, who cares what these people have to say? Who are these people? They're hiding behind screens. Yep. All right. Next up to bat. Number nine, invest in good skincare. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not as philosophical as the other ones, but I think it's so important like, Ashley knows in college I didn't wear sunscreen, like, literally ever, and we were at the beach every single day, so I'm making up for lost time, but I am so into skincare lately, and I think it's so important for the longevity of how we're going to look for the rest of our lives.
1: You know what? You ought to send me what skincare you're using because, you know, I'm a big proponent for sunscreen, but I'm a yeah. minor
0: proponent for actual nightly skincare. I also think a big deal of it, sunscreen and drinking water are, like, the top two things. Like, right. You just have to be so hydrated, and you go. got to work on that. Okay, next. If it takes less than five minutes, just do it now. That's a good one. This pertains a lot to like little tasks that you have to do with your job or your extracurriculars or even to something as small as like putting laundry away. Like little things like that can really add up and then just add to anxiety that's so unnecessary. If it takes less than five minutes, just do it now and you will think yourself later.
1: So for that, I the two ones for me it's like answering an email and putting the clothes away
0: yeah those are like answering a text sometimes i can't get ashley to answer a text to save her life
1: yeah but sometimes it's just overwhelming
0: from too many people and you know what i'm saying it takes less than five minutes okay sometimes not when it's (laughs) not when it's
1: piled up sometimes it takes 20
0: (laughs) prioritize your people and then respond to those ones i used to do that i used to do the top people all right next up to bat 11, if you have to tone yourself down, they're not your people. That's so true. And I'm so glad that you're saying that. Mm -hmm. Um. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I feel very validated.
1: But also in a little twisted way, I love that you're teaching me stuff. (laughs) Like I said, let's do this format more. In a little twisted way, that also goes back to what I said earlier, which is like, you know who is going to hype you up. You know mm-hmm. who your foundation is, mm-hmm. but like extracurricular fringe fringe friends, if they don't hype you up too much, you know those B list people, <laughs> loose ties, those loose ties. You know it's mm-hmm. not the end all be but you need your foundation to be your number one team. And
0: you it's need a someone in your too because you oh have yeah to totally be, you have to be their number one fan, and you know. Like, as much energy and effort and enthusiasm you put into a friendship, that should be reciprocated. And also, not everyone is, like, the life of the party attention whore because then all of us, it would be chaotic if we all were like that. But if you are like that and the people around you are making you feel like you need to, like, tone yourself down or, like, water down your personality, guess what? They're not your people. And, like, I had to learn that the hard way.
1: And also do a self-assessment with love languages but pertaining to friendships. Like – I'm like outwardly spoken
0: like hyping avi up but some people show their love in different ways so Mm -hmm. Do assessment of that one If you're not going to bet on yourself Why would you expect anyone else to bet on you because we all have goals in life that we want to achieve And I love just going into things with the mindset of why not me? And a good example of this is recently when I applied for my modeling agency, in no way do I have like more experience. I'm not the skinniest. I'm not the prettiest. I'm not the tallest. I'm not the shortest. I am just a girl with a dream. And I love just chasing all these different passions of mine. And I love going into things with the mentality of why not me? And I feel like that's gotten me a lot of places because yet again, pushing myself out of my comfort zone. And I'm just really like soaking up the most out of life basically because I'm never going to not take an opportunity.
1: This one will – you'll run with this one. I think I got it from TikTok. I won't pretend to take credit. But this girl was going on this long uh, thing and her moral though was saying um, whether you believe in God or you want to do the whole universe thing, like show me how good it gets. Mm, yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. This is a good, a good one. affirmation to say every day. Show me how good it gets. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Number 13, protect your peace and learn to say no if you need to. This is a big deal. I think that is a big maturity step that we have to take in our 20s. And it's kind of like we've talked about this long ago on the podcast. But in college, it's like you go things because you feel like you have you're obligated to go to like certain parties or events or whatever. And if you're not having fun, you can just leave. It's kind of like that, but expanded more to life. Like, sometimes you just have to say no, protect your peace, and, you know, not go out that night if if that's not what you want to do, or don't go to that workout class if your body is feeling tired. Like, whatever it might be, you just have to learn to say no and realize that other people will will respect that and respect your ability to do so. Lovely. Next. Number 14, One Tree Hill is one of the best shows ever created. And
1: you know what? I I could do a whole episode on this. (laughs) But the thing is, if you've never watched it, and if you are in your 20s and you've never watched it, the transition from season like three slash four into season seven can Mm -hmm. teach you so many things about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness in your 20s.
0: Totally. Skip over season two. Season two is a mess. But season (laughs) three, prime time. I'm in in three right now in my rewatch. Um, Do you have anything else to say about that? No, I just think everyone should watch it. And it's it's never too late. It's on Hulu. You didn't miss the boat. Go watch One Tree Hill. It is so heartwarming and good.
1: Brooke Davis says something in it. Um, I think it's like in the first episode of season five when they're like all grown up. But she is telling her best friend Peyton, you just got to figure out like what you love, like whether it's a person, a significant other, a group of friends or a place like everyone's got to love something.
0: And I think about it all the time. So good. There's so many one-liners out of that show that just Like a disgusting amount. (laughs) Yeah. It's so good. Uh Okay. Number 15, life is a big messy journey, so stop acting like there's a destination. I catch myself doing this all the time thinking like once I accomplish this, I'll be happy. Once I accomplish this – physical goal or like I'm, I mean I'm doing like a lot of fitness stuff so it's like physical goals or career goals or relationship things or money that I want to make or jobs I want to book things like that like once I have this I'll be happy and that's more like destination mentality yeah. and I should just be appreciating the journey so that's also something I've learned Hair hair. yeah here here <laughs> standing on my soapbox i feel like i'm really standing on my soapbox listing all of these life lessons i've learned like well how disgusting. imagine
1: if you were 30 this would take way
0: too long oh my god we have to stop after 25 there's too many too many Okay, number 16, nostalgia increases with every trip around the sun. I swear I get more nostalgic every single year. Like, it's really bad. I remember in the book, in
1: five years, I told you that this was probably you talking to me. But one of the characters is saying about her best friend. She's like, as she gets older, she gets more insufferable with the nostalgia. More like, remember this, remember that. Um, More insufferable. But it's because I think you start valuing time and memories more and you realize how uh, sacred certain things are.
0: You realize how quickly time flies. So it's like, wow, you look back on your memories and you're like, damn, I can't believe that was four years ago, you know? Crazy. Okay, number 17, take the damn photo. You're only young and hot once. Oh,
1: I hate people that don't want to take the photo. And I started (laughs) abroad, I believe, when I was 18 or something. I started realizing, like, it's not – Embarrassing to say, you guys, let's all take a photo or, hey, can you please take a photo of me? (laughs) Like, there's nothing I want more than a photo of myself in this moment or all of us together. And no one ever, and even if people grumble about the photos, flash forward three days, you don't send photos to someone and they say, I don't want these, I'm going to delete them. Everyone wants the photos when you have them. And this applies tenfold to the videos and just the sounds of people's
0: voices and the way people interact with each other. Totally. Like, we have the ability to capture so many things that people will long forget. And back in the 80s when people were, like, fun in their 20s, yes, they have some photos and stuff, but not to the capacity that we're able to. So why not?
1: Just document it. Even not just just friends. A while back, a couple months or something, one of my good friends, her grandpa passed away, and she was telling us after, she was like, I'm so happy at the previous, like, Three years or so that I took videos at family functions, just of stuff he was Aww. telling us. She's so like, it's God. so nice to hear his cadence and like how he talks
0: and stuff." Mm-hmm. That's so really sweet. Take a video for parents, kids. <laughs> I love that so much. Okay, number eighteen. Exercise is a reward, not a punishment. I feel That's like I used to think that exercise was the worst thing in the world because all I would do is like really intense cardio, and I would view it as a punishment for like what I ate. Like, oh, I've been eating really bad, like I need to exercise or I've been laying around, I need to exercise. No, you need to exercise because it makes you feel good and brings down your stress, your anxiety and helps you live a long, healthy life. There's so many positives to it and like be grateful for having a body that is able to do all the things that you want to do. Yeah, so I've totally shifted my mindset in the last year on that one.
1: Our best friend Katie told me once that every single time you exercise, it's like putting a deposit in your, like, longevity bank of living
0: longer. And that one really stuck with me. I use that one all the time. I like that because it's not just an in-the-moment thing. Like, you're really setting yourself up for a bright future every single time you invest in yourself. Yeah. Okay, number 19. Ashley's going to hate this one. (laughs) I can't imagine why. Paying $14 for a vodka soda at a bar is overrated. Hot take. Okay. I have a couple things to say about this. I knew you would.
1: I never said it was underrated. Believe me. Also, where are you going that you're paying $14? I don't even pay $14. Every
0: bar ever now. No, these I'm, days, looking it feels like... I'm looking at
1: 11. I'm like on 11 bones. Okay, still um, 11's
0: a lot for some tequila and water <laughs> and the <a> lime.
1: <laughs> My thing is, if you are having... If you are, like, actually drunk, quit while you're ahead. If you're someone who's just, like, having fun and you can control yourself and you just know that it'll just enhance your fun i don't know i can't say no
0: <laughs> see and that's an issue though i honestly choose your own adventure that's just my opinion but i'm never my the girl who's take.
1: too drunk that's the thing if i'm just there having fun with people you know
0: i just, just think prices are getting outrageous for the like alcohol situation. So we should boycott.
1: We should boycott. Well, I'm no stranger to a good pregame. A good pregame and a good alternate what you get with like water. no, totally.
0: I just think, again, people fall into a routine and they think this is what they have to do. Like, oh, we're young in our 20s. We have to go to the bar and we have to get cocktails and we have to spend well, $15 on them. And it's just like not, it, it's not it. Well, secret
1: a beer costs you seven or eight bucks. And I have been ordering beers left, right, and center because that's a big difference seven to 14. <laughs>
0: Totally. But some people don't like beer or they're like afraid of the calories or whatever. So I just am saying, stop paying so much money for one shot of alcohol in a cup. It's a little... I never pay
1: 14. I'll tell you that. You could rest okay. easy.
0: Something though, this is like a bad, bad
1: lesson. Cash doesn't what? feel real. If you take cash to a bar, it's like oh, magic. Totally. It's like a magic. 100%. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I also like, oh, spent 100 dollars in cash. Actually, I spent 0 dollars because it was cash, it so I didn't think it come out of anything.
1: And also, if you make returned or something for clothes you didn't wear, it's like I just made money. Like it doesn't it didn't yeah. exist anyway, so my as well.
0: <laughs> totally, spending. totally. Okay, number 20, you teach people how you want to be treated by what you allow. That's I so think true. This is so important in friendships in parental and child relationships and romantic relationships all the things across the board right off the bat you teach people what you're going to put up with and people will remember that you set the tone for what you're going to how you're going to be treated like a
1: 60-year-old father but I'm a firm believer in family too not just friendships that mm-hmm. respect is like earned not just a guarantee I don't Mm -hmm. believe like I don't know when it comes to like problematic family members and stuff I believe respect is for sure earned just because someone's older than you doesn't mean you got to do x y and z which could be a hot take
0: I agree with you on that yeah I feel like a lot of people just expect a lot of things like we're we are a very entitled generation the way we've just been brought up and a lot of people just think, like, I don't want to work. I don't want to do anything. And it's, like, so opposite of, like, everything that our grandparents had to do. Which, in some ways, like, yes, it is good that we, like, prioritize our lives. And we're not just, like, work horses and do whatever everyone tells us. But also, I feel like we've gone a little far in the other direction. And sometimes we need to check ourselves.
1: I was watching this TikTok about that a couple days ago. And the guy was – I think the guy was saying something like – well, I couldn't buy a house, though, for 30000 if I wanted to, so.
0: Yeah, it's so true. Well, <laughs> thanks. a give and a take. What number are we on? We are on 21. We're getting there. Favorite favorite year, favorite birthday. This is one of my favorites. Treating strangers like friends will get you places. That's I, a, I like the way you phrase that. Love this. I treat strangers like mm-hmm. they are my friends. I talk to them like they're my friends. Did I just meet you in a parking lot? Well, we're best friends. Like, where'd you get your shoes? They're so cute. Like, I don't know it's just like the way the energy you approach people with like at parties out in the wild whatever at the gym like if you just treat people like they're already your friends that really breaks down that wall of like we're strangers and we have to have this weird slow meeting and like whatever whatever and you just make a lot of connections that way and things are just sped up with the whole process of that and I love approaching the world that way yeah you
1: always have and that's nice the way you phrased it
0: thank you Okay, number 22, prioritizing sleep and getting fresh air will never be a bad idea. I think both of these things are so crucial, and people do not protect their sleep schedules or getting outside enough. Especially being in the sunshine. Mm -hmm.
1: Like Like seriously,
0: if I have a bad day or something, I will go outside for 10 minutes and immediately feel better. I don't know what it does.
1: 10, 15, fresh air, direct sunshine. You're good to go.
0: You're good to go. And just make sure we're getting enough sleep because one day – Probably a lot of us are going to become parents and then we don't have that choice. So like, let's just get our sleep in now. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 23. No one will show up for your goals or dreams unless you do. This is kind of goes along with always bet on yourself, but I think a lot of people are really into manifesting, but manifesting only goes so far. I think that's great. Talk about your dreams. Um, you know, do the affirmation thing, visualize, do all the things, Right. But at the same time, you still have to put in work to accomplish what you want to. You have to show up for yourself and for your goals because no one's going to do it for you.
1: You should be a self-help coach.
0: (laughs) You think I'm good at this? On Sunday nights, yeah. (laughs) Are you liking my life lessons, Ashley? Uh Well, good because we're now at 24.
1: Oh you're man, like I thought there was too. a lot more for some reason. I don't know. I was really entranced by what we were doing. <laughs>
0: How old do you think I am? <laughs> I forgot that it was your age. Continue. Okay, last but not least, you're going to like this one too, I think. Making friends is exponentially more important than boy- having boyfriends in your 20s. I'm glad you finally learned. I know, I've been telling you this one. for years. <laughs> I am so so boy crazy always have been, probably always will be. I don't think that's something that's going to go away. It's ingrained in me, but I truly do recognize like Making friends with girls and guys, whatever, just friendships in general. So important. So important. And so many people are just blinded by relationships and falling in love. And, like, that's great and all the things. But, like, what's going to happen to you if that unfortunately doesn't work out? You know? Like, then where are you left? What are you left with? Who is your community? Who is your circle? You know?
1: This is my soapbox. I am such a girl's girl to my own detriment sometimes that – um. There is just something to be said about female relationships or relationships that you have with guys, friendships that you have with guys, Mm -hmm. um, because a friendship is so giving and that's all it is. A relationship, Mm -hmm. you obviously get tenfold out of a relationship with a partner, but a friendship, it's just like, I like your company, you like mine, I like telling you about my life, you like telling me about yours, and we love each other, and like we're not family and we're not in a relationship, and it's just like a constant give in some ways, but it also provides the most back.
0: Yeah. And I feel like maybe I didn't focus on this as much throughout high school and maybe even the beginning of college. I don't really know. But it's just something that I've learned over the years. And I think a lot of people just need to be reminded of that because it's so important.
1: It's a good constant in your life when other things don't
0: work out. Totally. And invest in your friendships the way you would a romantic relationship. A lot of people are like, Oh, I'm going to be alone forever. Like I just can't wait to get a boyfriend. Okay. Well stop worrying about it because that's going to come or it's not. But in the meantime, do what you can with what you have. Play the cards you're dealt. Do you have friendships that you could be working on? Invest in those, go on friend dates, go on dates alone, take yourself out on a date, find, find out more about yourself and what you want. Like that's what your twenties are for.
1: And also, it's not just this whole, we're getting in our soapboxes, but it's not just <laughs> this whole, let me fall in love with some guy or girl. It's let me fall in love with myself. Let me fall in love with my friends. Let me fall in love with my life, with mm-hmm. my family. There's so many things to fall in love with that aren't a romantic
0: partner. It's so important to be 100% in love with your life and okay with who you are and like stable on your own before entering into anything else. Because the codependency thing, I've done it before. It ain't great. It doesn't get you anywhere. You need to like fully be, obviously we're never going to like find ourselves. I don't think in your twenties you find yourself. I think we're always creating ourselves and we're going to be forever because we're going to be evolving until we die, hopefully. Um, And just, just, but like figuring out what you stand for, the kind of people you want to surround yourself with, all those things, they need to be like solid before you can even enter into a relationship or else you'll just get confused.
1: Yeah, there's a million ways you can fall in love and we will save those million ways for another episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've done enough listing today, but I hope you all enjoyed my 24 Life Lessons and I highly recommend everyone doing this little journaling activity because it was really fun. No, I know. Thank I liked Allie it.
1: Corsi. Thank her. I
0: liked it. Now I can't wait to make my grateful list. That'll be next. I
1: love that one. That one like gets me so nostalgic, especially <sighs> looking back at old ones.
0: God, I love it.
1: Okay, so on to a more important part of the episode. We are going to talk about our. Still, is it snack time? Are we calling it snack time? We're going to talk we about our consumption hour. What do you want to call it? <laughs> what do you think is more catchy, junction? snack
0: time or consumption, okay, consumption hour? hour.
1: <laughs> God, oh, snack time. All right. Well, we're still marinating. Snack that time. One. It is.
0: What have we been consuming? Oh, I got. Media. Before we
1: even get into the summer, I turn pretty. Um. I
0: got a couple little things. Wait, do you have okay. anything? You want me to go? Um, i Well, I've I've read a couple books. Yeah, but... that's what I'm referring to. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, you can go.
1: Okay. So I read this one book. I think I talked about it on the podcast before, but I finished it. Between Two Kingdoms, nonfiction, girl has a perfect fun life, boyfriend lives in Paris because she works there at a law firm or something, gets cancer, wipes out the majority of her 20s. When she gets recovered, she goes on a road trip around America because she became like a newspaper columnist while she had cancer. Oh, wow. She goes on a road trip around America, meeting up with all the people she wrote while she was in the hospital and almost died and all of this stuff. Finished oh my it. gosh. 4.75 stars, I'd say. Wow,
0: that's a high rating. And she
1: takes her little dog. It's really cute. (laughs) And also there's a dog. (laughs) There's a little dog. Other book that I finished, fiction by one of my favorite authors, Ellen Hildebrand. She writes all her books based on Nantucket. Emmy Renner's a fan of her. Emmy, who just sent us merch from Sophisticated Spreads. Listen to that episode. Shout out Sophisticated Spreads. But this one was called Golden Girl. Um, It was really good. I think four. four flat, maybe. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm currently reading a thriller. It's called The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager. Um, It came out this year and it's about a actress who recently lost her husband and is like struggling with alcohol like most people in the entertainment industry do. And she goes back to this lake house where she spent a lot of her life growing up and watches this couple from across the lake befriends them, whatever. And then basically the wife and the couple goes missing And so she really suspects the husband and the quote at the beginning, like little acknowledgement thing is, I think he did it, but I just can't prove it. No body, Mm -hmm. no crime, Taylor Swift. And that's like kind of the vibe of the whole book really sets the tone. Um, But it's really good. I'm only halfway through. So we'll see what the rating I give it is. But if you like thrillers, I would recommend it already. The House Across the Lake. It's good stuff.
1: I'm going to start my book Instagram soon. I'll do it this week.
0: Oh my God, please do. That yeah. will be so exciting. I'm trying to decide on the color scheme—that was the issue. That was the
1: pressing oh, okay. issue. Um, and I'm trying to think if I watch any other shows besides the big one we're going to talk about. Obviously, Survivor. We'll have an episode, mini episode, just for Survivor fans about that. But I'm trying to think if any other shows I've watched or movies.
0: You got anything? Sh- else? I haven't watched a movie in a long time. Well, we watched a movie at the lake. We watched She's the Man.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: we don't need to tell We're going to need to say more. Yeah, that's case closed. Need we um, say less? <laughs>
1: So I guess the summer I turn pretty it is. I'm gonna turn around and read the books. I think you think you are because I think you India told me you can power through them. She's like it'll take you a day each. They're no, I'm sure a young adult, and I kind of want to because everyone's like, oh, it's so nostalgic. I loved reading it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I know I miss the boat technically, but I kind of might read them. Didn't Allie just read them? Yeah, she read like read the first one? and second one I think, and she said she, the
0: show was ten times better. Really, I will say. A lot of people were hyping this up. I never read the book, so I don't have that nostalgia factor, but I could see it being really exciting for people who did. But I just feel like the whole show was shot so well. The cast was amazing. The beauty of wherever they filmed it, somewhere on the East Coast, I'm guessing, just gorgeous. The house Oh, they actually stunning. filmed it.
1: This I actually filmed it in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is where they film One Tree Hill. And Another favorite. It's because thing. Wilmington, so many beach-like New England vibe movies mm-hmm. are filmed there because it's super easy and like cheap. The content. oh, interesting. So, okay, good to know.
0: A hot spot for filming. Yeah, I obviously there were some cringy parts. A lot of people were yeah. like, "Oh God!" because we're adults. But the storyline between the two moms and yep. the friendship. And just like the summer vibes, it's such a good, easy watch, like really feel good, everything. And I really hope there's more seasons. I don't know if that's been- No, they're going to do a second season, but I don't, there's like, they haven't started
1: filming even. But I was telling one of my friends, I was like, you got to watch And she said, same thing. Isn't it cringy, dumb, high schoolers? And I was like, no, about a quarter of it is about these best friend moms that are probably close to 40. And that's kind of the part that I'm living for. They go to bars, they like Mm -hmm. talk about their past together, they have highs and lows. Husbands are away and they just have fun. And I was like, that's kind of what I'm watching for. And I appreciate that they included so much of it.
0: And when I tell you I sobbed at the end, that last episode. We're talking about spoilers now. So, (laughs) okay, you were hysterical. I was absolutely hysterical because – I ne- well, obviously, I kind of knew. I think they tipped us off about the cancer like early in the season. So you kind of knew, but it was like when everyone was finding out, it almost felt like I was finding out again, and just like. It was so heavy and sad and everyone was so good with the crying. Like, it was so convincing and I just felt so many things. And I was like, oh my god, I just cannot imagine being them. Like, they're all so young. Those boys are going to lose their mom. Like, I I can't handle it.
1: I love this scene so much right before the cancer reveal where the two moms go to the bar together, the dive bar with, like, lights inside. And they're just having fun and, like, Susanna kisses a man and they're just, like, having the time of their lives and, like, pretending they're young. And – I also felt when we were at the lake house last week or two weeks ago in our long dresses having cocktails like we were the mothers.
0: Oh my <laughs> Just gosh. like in our nice house
1: having fun totally. laughing listening to music. I did have a little bit of an issue with the last episode. I cried. I wasn't hysterical, but I
0: for sure cried. I feel like they rushed the cancer reveal. Do you think they were trying to rush it so that we didn't feel like there was full closure so that we'd want another season? Quite possibly. Cause I Personally, think that's probably why. I would have loved the cancer reveal second to the kids,
1: second to last episode. Because mm-hmm. one second they're all crying in the bed about cancer,
0: the and next then she's scene, like kissing Conrad on the beach, and they're
1: at, they're having a dinner together too. They're having yeah. a family dinner. Oh they're yeah, all the laughing. dinner. Like no one's like, somber. Okay.
0: That's so true. I was like, we was this the same night because they're all also, wearing the same stuff.
1: Maybe because it's like a young adult thing and not an adult thing. There wasn't enough dialogue. Like Susanna, the mom was like, "I have cancer. I'm gonna die." The son was like, "I need you, mom. You got to try the <laughs> trial." And then she was like, "All right, I'm gonna do the trial." Like there wasn't enough. <laughs> And then they also the trial very me- drive a hard bargain. <laughs> the trial very well might not work, but they're all laughing at dinner. Like no one yeah. was somber enough. I wish there was more dialogue about like what's. Well, maybe going on. they
0: were all cried out. You know, when something's yeah. just so horrific, and you're exhausted at night and 10. you're exhausted, and you're like, "There's nothing we can do about it," but like pretend to be normal for one night. Yeah,
1: the part that made me cry a lot was when Laurel, um, Belly's mom, they're all in bed, the three of them, and she's oh like, my "Oh my god!" But oh, mom, that's and, when I was sobbing. Yeah. But Moham, who have you talked to about this or whatever? Like who? Yeah, she was
0: like, "You've been carrying this on your own." Uh-huh. And then another part was, she was like, "I've been so selfish, thinking about me and like all my boy drama when she's like literally dying." And like I had like, I idea.
1: feel like the meat of the entire series was the cancer dialogue, <laughs> yeah. yet we barely talked about it.
0: Okay, so here's a very important question. I talked about this with my roommate. Are you team Jeremiah or team Conrad? Okay,
1: I, I think I'm Conrad. So one way. Okay. I'm honestly a hard bargain. I was Jeremiah until halfway through. Conrad's really cute. I think no, Conrad's he's so cute. so of cute. But he acts like such a jerk. And I understand totally. he has a lot going on at the moment. But Jeremiah is the type of guy that I'm attracted to where he's just fun. He just like wants to be everywhere Me at once. Too. So that's I, why Jeremiah by a slim margin though.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was screaming about this that I'm team Jeremiah. And normally I would be team Conrad. But it's just that Jeremiah has always been very – outspoken and very clear about what he wants with belly and how he treats belly and he's always been so nice to her and he shows her who he is and he shows up for her and conrad is just this annoying moody kid and yes he has a lot going on but like i'm sorry called him a fuck face (laughs) yeah he's being such a fuck face he's being so rude he's playing with her feelings like he knows that she's loved him forever yeah. and he like holds that over her and he he like leads her on just enough to keep her like interested it's just all so manipulative and red flaggy and, and then i'm sorry i don't care if your mom has cancer what do you mean you forgot her birthday and you didn't want to give her a gift what is well, that he, about he
1: didn't forget he had the gift he was just being weird no the, i hated it i hated all and, of it so much <laughs> I'm Team Cam for so being man. honest, but if Cam's not in the running, um, <laughs> I, might be, I might be projecting myself. But just the fact that Jeremiah is like, Dad, like I just I have the fireworks laid out the way I want them. Like I'm so excited for the fireworks show. <laughs> I'm singing karaoke. I'm excited to dance with you at the dead ball. Like left, I right, know. and center. Like I love the enthusiasm. I he
0: did everything with gusto, uh-huh. and he just is the best option for her. I'll like say Jeremiah.
1: Maybe we're getting older. Jeremiah, fun dad conrad dead not not dead (laughs) just like just just checked out potentially when things go wrong yeah
0: conrad's going on a lot of golf trips i'll tell you that much
1: jeremiah is doing hibachi with the kids
0: (laughs) jeremiah is putting up a movie screen in the backyard with pillows and snacks and like i'm here for it
1: no so for that reason i like him belly grew
0: on me tenfold Beginning? Me too. Eh, whatever, but like she grew on me a lot by the end. I agree. I think they cast it so well, and also I would say, like in terms of just looks, I think Conrad is so much cuter. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, honestly, Jeremiah, whoever plays him, I don't know his name. He's almost so pretty that it's like feminine. Like he looks, he has a feminine face. He's very.
1: It's gorgeous. almost like a girl.
0: I'm like, oh my god.
1: Yeah um but yeah i love the house i oh i love the soundtrack how they had lover playing in the first 10 minutes
0: my god such good music
1: they they had lover in the first 10 minutes and then i was reading something the author when she wrote the books i think she like got the idea from a taylor swift
0: song (laughs) totally like
1: i forgot which one but she was like oh i gotta write this book about like some teenagers (laughs)
0: I think it's part of well partially at the dead ball and it's that's the way i loved you the way oh, i loved you that was good yeah that oh something else I thought was
1: dumb but i'm just getting adult and nitpicky is they were acting inappropriate at the dead ball for being a dead ball they would not be like kissing each other let me pick you up and also dancing. oh yeah, yeah 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 the whole dancing like it's a wedding reception deal
0: no but um, that was so fun the dance that yeah. the old boys did did you like and it also I
1: liked it. justice for the man who the writer what's his name Who's the
0: writer? Um, What's his name? Cleveland? Cleveland, yeah. Yeah. Justice for – I liked the role he played in the show. What do you mean justice for him? He was fine. I don't know. How, just, how, did, how was he wronged? <laughs>
1: yeah, you're, you're right. He was not wronged whatsoever. I wanted maybe more development with him and the mom. Yeah. Well, maybe season two. Probably season two.
0: Now I kind of want to read the books. You're kind of convincing me. Oh, I'm going to do it. Yeah.
1: Quick read. Also, it's not like it's like 500 pages in adult
0: language. It's like Yeah, like, just quick young and easy. Adult yeah something nice and light I might have
1: I accidentally if you look at the books I accidentally read a spoiler and I think that you better just like get it you're gonna get it don't look it up like some shocking stuff happens the books go length in time
0: oh okay like the kids grow up and stuff a little bit yeah okay stuff happens stuff goes down (laughs) yeah well now that I'm hooked from the show I guess I'll read the damn books I'm a little
1: (laughs) sad I really liked it and I wish there was something else we're like scraping the bottom of the barrel for content
0: I know Tonight I will be watching the last episode of Stranger Things. It's like two hours or something insane.
1: I've got to start the first half. episode
0: ever. Um, okay. With that, anything else that you'd like to bring to the
1: the, the platter? Any songs? Any, the platter any albums? for some
0: snacks. Any albums you got going on? Um, no, but in terms of content that I myself have created, I did a sickening birthday photo shoot that I will oh, yeah. be posting we this weekend. It was so fun. You guys, it just like, I can't understand it. Like why it's so fun for me. And like I for some know. people it would probably be their worst nightmare, but hell it's fun and I did it and it was really cool and I rented out this studio and had two outfits and had my friend take pictures with me and like edit them really cool and I just can't wait to post them and like it's just a fun activity like you don't have to be 14 to do that like here I am turning 24 and like had the time of my life and like mm-hmm. now I have this content forever so oh yeah
1: did you take outdoor photos I know not have an outdoor area
0: no I didn't do that mostly because it was really hot outside like oh. it w- would have been horrific
1: um, so yeah, those will be up all over town. We'll be seeing those posts for the next 10 years
0: Yes, and if you want to follow along on our journey, you can follow our podcast instagram and tiktok at just go with it podcast. And we hope that you do like and subscribe. We appreciate every single listener that we have. Thank you so much I hope you learned something from my 24 life lessons because even me making this list It was kind of nice to kind of compartmentalize it and get it down on paper So if you have a birthday coming up or even if you don't just you know what write some stuff down It's always a good activity very cathartic.
1: (laughs) All right. All right. Thanks, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.